If you or someone you know is struggling with mental health, please reach out. There are support groups out there. You are not in this fight alone. One of the peer support groups that I can think of um, is the brothers and sisters over at Next Rung. They provide peer support to first responders. Please call or text 833-698-7864. Or if you are having suicidal thoughts, again, please reach out and call 1-800-273-8255. Again, that number is 1-800-273-8255. Hi, this is John from the Truck Schmucks Podcast. And before we jump right into the episode, I would like to take this time to thank our sponsors. First being Chief Miller. Head over to ChiefMillerApparel.com and check out all the cool swag he's got over there on his website. Also, don't forget to follow him on all the social media pages. Next, Firehouse Cookie Company. They got a lot of tasty treats, everything from alcohol-infused treats to edible cookie dough. For schmuck, head over to firehousecookieco.com, type in truck schmucks to receive 25% off your order. Next, I would like to thank Direct Attack Apparel. Head over to directattackapparel.com, check out all their cool swag from t-shirts to patches. Type in schmucks10 to receive 10% off. Also, I would like to welcome Stash Salt Mustache Wax, which I am super excited for to say this, the official mustache wax of the Truck Schmucks podcast. But Mr. Stash Salt also has products for you ladies. Check out the Salty Jane line from Stash Salt. Type in Truck Schmucks to receive 25% off. I want to talk about Omnia Naturals now. Omnia Naturals is a 100% THC-free CBD oil for firefighters by firefighters. Head over to omnianaturals.com, check them out, and use the code SCHMUCKS on checkout to save yourself 20% off. And if you are looking for a really cool gift for the holidays, because we are coming into the holidays, or just anytime. Head over to storefrontier.com backslash truckschmucks to pick yourself up some truckschmucks gear. We have t-shirts, we have sweatshirts, and we also have facial coverings. Head over to storefrontier.com backslash truckschmucks. Hey, Schmucks Nation. Exciting news. 1440 Coffee Roasters is the official coffee of the Truck Schmucks podcast. This great family-owned and operated coffee company is, has decided to join us. It's great. We got some great things down the pipeline coming up. Head over to 1440 Coffee Roasters. Get yourself some great specialty small batch roasted coffee. And don't forget to use that promo code TRUCKSCHMUCKS. Save yourself a little money. I think we're good.
Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another great episode of the Truck Schmucks podcast. Um, we have another great guest with us. It's actually uh, one of our sponsors. Um, just introduce yourself, man. Yeah, so I'm Ryan Colvin, and I am the owner and founder of 1440 Coffee Roasters out in Tillamook, Oregon. It's good stuff. Have you tried yours? Yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah. Which you guys, you guys do good. Appreciate it. Good. It, it's good coffee. Mm. I think we had a little too much this morning. Oh, there's no such thing as that, man. No, not at all. Um, there's nine o'clock, and this is my second one already. <laughs> uh, so this morning, we were... We had too much coffee and we were partying it up to uh, my chemical romance oh nice yeah it's travis that's father. old school that's old school <laughs> yeah um so how did 1440s start yeah so my wife and i actually really connected through coffee so uh we both met at a crossfit gym so fitness is big to us and then after a, a heavy workout we'd go to the local coffee shop and just chat and all that good stuff and once we got married and we moved away from the coast in our favorite coffee shop, we started trying different things and everything we bought tasted the same. I mean, if we got it at the grocery store, if we got it online, it all had a similar taste, even though it was from different origins and all that stuff. And I was like, that can't be right. So Christmas was around the corner and we ended up just asking for a coffee roaster so we could roast our own coffee at home. And started having some fun with that, started sending some out to friends and they were like, you got to sell it. And it's just evolved from that over a year. And so we just bought our new roaster, a uh, bigger roaster and are playing with different coffees. And yeah, it's, it's, it's been fun. Yeah. All started um, from that, like that, that just calling to get something better, I guess. And so 1440, where did that come from? Yeah, uh, so we get that question a lot. Um, so like I said, so we, my wife and I both have this heavy background in the fitness. And so one of the thing, one of the styles of workouts in CrossFit is called an AMRAP or as many reps as possible. And that's one of our favorite workouts because it's just like you got to push the whole way through, like no matter how tired you are, you just keep pushing. And when we were coming up with a name, we wanted to incorporate our love of fitness in our name. And so one of the things I thought about, well, with our life, with our lifestyle and the way we try to live things, we're trying to always push through, look to the positive, like just keep going, keep your head down and keep moving. And so I was like, well, how many, how many minutes are there in a day? Well, there's 1440, 1440 minutes in a day. And so we were like, well, what if our lifestyle kind of blends with our coffee and how we want to run things? It's like, you're just going to keep going. Like business is going to suck sometimes it's gonna be hard sometimes but you just got to keep moving and keep looking towards that next minute so that's kind of how we got to that <laughs> awesome yeah um you got anything uh which is one question really is, is kind of simple so what actually goes into roasting coffee beans is there a certain way you go about it to make it taste the way you guys have it tasting or yeah, yeah. So the the I think the biggest thing for roasting coffee is sourcing the the beans. So like we try to try to find people that really make great connections with their with their farmers. So it'd be easy to, for me to get these cheap beans from anywhere um, and just throw out uh, a cup of coffee like that. That would be easy. But uh, we take a lot of time into sourcing our beans. And then the big the next biggest thing would be uh, creating a roast profile. So 
without getting into the, the chemistry of coffee and what happens during the roasting, it's really just a lot of experimenting. So I, I take a lot of time to, I go through a lot of different batches of coffee before I find the roast profile that actually works for that particular bean. Cause everything's going to be a little bit different. Um, so it's just burning through a lot of coffee, a lot of tasting, um, which is great for me. I get to try a bunch of different coffees, roasted at different temperatures, roasted at different lengths and uh, all these different things. So um, it's, it's really complicated and it can be a headache sometimes, especially when I have a lot of orders coming in and I'm trying to, new, trying to build a new roast. Um, but it's really fun too, to just try. I've probably tried over a hundred different beans in the short time that we've done this. So like what, what was it that caused you guys' breakthrough? Um, yeah, so it's, uh, it happened a lot just through different partners that we've had. Um, one of the big things that we wanted to do when we started our coffee business is really connect with people uh, all over the U.S. and just get our coffee into hands, as many hands as possible, and uh, particularly people that have never tried specialty coffee before and are maybe a little intimidated by it. So when we started, we just started sending our coffee out to a lot of people that we saw on our Instagram um, that love coffee, uh, a lot of first responders, a lot of nurses, my wife's a nurse. So we wanted to show them love too. So we just started sending our coffee out to them. And it was really that word of mouth in the beginning and then really pushing our social media. I've learned that is really big and that's not my strong suit. I don't like, I don't like bragging or I don't like, I just, I'm just kind of like, I'm an introvert. So it's really hard for me to be on social media, but social media is really what's caused us to grow. Just that word of mouth and just making that good coffee, I guess. <laughs> nice. I mean, um, I, um, you know, I run the, the, the Instagram for the truck schmucks and, and Travis and, and Mike, they kind of run the, the Facebook side of things and just happened to, you know, through the kitchen table podcast and, and everything with team Ronan is actually how I found you guys. I was like, yeah. Coffee? Yeah, let's, let's let's try these let's try these folks out. Um, and I was like, and just reading through it, I was like, got to get on board with these guys or these folks. And I kind of just one night, you know, Travis and Mike were sleeping, and I I don't sleep much, so I'm like, you know what? Let's let's swing the bat. You know, there's the there's the application for the ambassador program for 1440. Let's just try it. Let's see what happens. What's the worst they're gonna say is no. And then, then you and I connected and then it just, it just snowballed from there, which has been amazing. Um, just with everything with, with team Ronin 1440 and every, everybody out there. Um, what was the connection for, for you and, and Brandon? I believe that's his name. Bro Brody. Yes. Thank you. I knew I was going to get it. Get it <laughs> Don't worry. I'll cut that out. <laughs> um, so with with Brody and just seeing seeing Ronan's story, um, our connection with Alex Strong Foundation, um, who um, the the founder of that, his name's Chris and his wife Erin, they lost their son Alex to cancer in August, and so we connected to him through our one of our brand ambassadors, one of our other brand ambassadors, and just hearing his story of what he went through with his son. I mean, Alex was just over two years old when, when he, when he lost his battle of cancer and just being a new father, like, I don't know, just that connection with, with these parents that are going through some, like the worst thing that they could ever go through just really made us want to do something for them. And like, we don't, we're not a huge business. We can't donate 
a butt ton of money to research or to their medical bills or anything. But what we can do is we can give them a little comfort of home with sending them some coffee, sending them uh, an AeroPress or, or whatever it is, just giving them that little bit of joy for the day, just kind of chipping away at that, that pain. And our partnership with Alex Rong has helped us do that. And when I saw Brody and, and Ronan's story, it's like, okay, we've got to get a pair, uh, care package together for them. So we, we know. We sent some coloring books. We sent some coffee for, for Brody. Uh, we sent the AeroPress, a kettle, like all these kinds of things that we we sent. And it's all just because we want to just bring a little bit of joy to Ronan, a little bit of joy to Brody. And we know that's incredibly hard where they are, but just whatever bit we can. Yeah. And so we do that with a bunch of different, uh, Chris from Alex Strong, he has, you know, he's still in that world. He still goes to the clinics every day and sees people. And so he helps us connect with those people. So it's been great. Yeah. And, and that's, I think that's the part that really drew me and the truck schmucks to you guys is that we're, we're all about giving too. Um, I know, I don't know if you saw, but back in December, um, we did a fundraiser um, for the Center for Grieving Children, which is a center, two locations here in Maine. And they give a safe place for kids, teenagers, families to, to go through that grieving process when they lost a loved one to whatever circumstance mm-hmm. it may be to, to give them that, that safe place to, to grieve. And, and there are people out there that are going through the same thing as them. So, and so I'm, I'm rambling. <laughs> no, it's great. And that's, that's why we like, that's why we started this business in the first place. I mean, one, one, it was to have great coffee, right? Like that's, that's an obvious thing. But the second thing was to use our, our platform of coffee to reach out to, to other people. Like our, the first person that we connected with was a firefighter down in Arizona. His name's Jonathan and he runs a business called StashFit. And we created a blend for him. And I was like, we want to donate some of our proceeds of this roast to whichever organization you want to. He picked the First Responders Children's Foundation, which is kind of similar to the one you were talking about. And from there, it's just like, okay, we have to do this every month, whether it's donating a portion of our sales or what we're doing now is for each bag of coffee that's purchased on our site, we donate a bag to Alex Strong or just to someone who needs it. Um, so that's always been a core value of ours. And connecting with people like like you guys that that believe the same thing is an absolute must for us because now we can reach more people not just with our coffee but just with giving back yeah um and then and as as we started working together um you should have told me you were on (laughs) you literally were like oh i'm gonna be a few minutes late and i looked down and went damn it's been like 20 minutes i wonder if he's there oh shit he is uh, I know. I know. We were on such a, a tight uh, time crunch with Ryan, um, so we we kind of just got back. You'll, Mike, you'll see me pop in and out. I have to check, make sure the the water isn't overflowing in the engine since we got back from the the wicked big. Used four thousand gallons on a chicken coop. Got to fill it by hose. <laughs> I think we. I think we might be overflowing. Out it, but we're not even a quarter of the way there. Um, lost my train of thought uh (laughs) it happens so the other thing that we're all about is promoting you know you know mental health prevention mental health awareness and suicide prevention which kind of leads into the next thing is 
I see this awesome shirt you're wearing, hashtag story time. What, what's that all about? Yeah, so um, so like we, we've already talked about, I like to connect with different organizations. And one of the ones that had caught my eye from a previous partnership with VetWad was uh, the hashtag Storytime Project, which is uh, a project that is started by a veteran that is using fitness and he's using hunting and just people hanging out together to promote um, uh, veteran wellness and suicide prevention. And We've been in the works for a while on creating a roast that he likes, and uh, we finally settled on one in the middle of the month. Normally, I like to release my roast in the beginning of the month, but um, it just so happened it, this is rambling. Cut this out. <laughs> uh, and we decided that uh, we found a roast, and we're going to donate two uh, $2 for every bag sold back to Storytime Project to go towards sponsoring athletes, sponsoring hunting trips for veterans, and just whatever they need. And uh, Chris and his wife, Julia, are amazing people. Uh, they started the Storytime Project about a year ago, I think. And it was just a pet project by Chris because he had lost, I think he said that he's lost six of his brothers to suicide since coming back home uh, just just over a year ago. So he said, enough is enough. We're gonna do something to stop it. And um, we're just, we're gonna try to help him do that. That, that is, that's awesome. Um, you know, the whole suicide awareness amongst veterans and first responders. I mean, those numbers are just growing every day, every second. And it's, it's, it's sad, you know, the stigma behind it's, you know, the the machismo thing if you talk about your feelings you're you're weak or anything like that no that makes you a human um, yeah and we were actually travis and i were just talking about this this morning um unfortunately we lost a brother a few two days ago um to to suicide um Sorry down in arizona that. it sucks um it's quite frankly uncalled for in, in our profession um you know mm -hmm. we were just talking about you know, it's okay because I was I was recently on as a on as a guest on another podcast, um, and I talked about my struggles with my mental health and my PTSD and 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 the low point in my life where I I struggled with not wanting to be here anymore. But it was my family, my friends that kind of gave me the strength to not go through with the permanent solution. So, and luckily enough, I have this awesome group of folks around me um, here at the Trucks Mucks to, to, you know, we're here for each other, even when we're going through our, our lowest points. We, you know, me, Mike and Travis, we all work together. So, you know, when one guy sees a bad call, I think we all see the bad call. So, but Mike, you got anything? Yeah. What'd you guys go over? How late am I to the party? Um, not long, about 10 minutes or so. You just missed my, you missed my origin story. That's about it. Yeah. We've been okay. Just that was one important. of my questions. I was going to stuttering again. I'm tired. It's been a long month. Um, yeah, I, I joined in a little late. <laughs> yeah. Uh, real quick, uh, I'd like to touch on what you, you were saying uh, just, just a second ago. I, I think it's even more even more important now that you know we're going through this this period where some people are still in isolation just because of COVID like I I lost my job in March and I've been home ever since and luckily I've had this business to throw myself into my son to throw myself into and my wife and all those things but I think a lot of people are struggling just with this isolation and um, 
I mean, first responders and veterans have gone through some shit this past year. And now more than ever, like it's up to people like me that I'm not a veteran, I'm not a first responder, but you know, it doesn't mean I can't support you guys. And I can't say I'm here for you. Let's talk about some of the stuff you're going through. I may not be able to understand it on the level that somebody who's gone through it with you is, but I can listen. And um, I think that's kind of my role in this is being that civilian um, and just saying, look, I care about you. Like, I love you guys. Like, what do you need from me? And I think I can help other people that maybe feel like they can't help you guys because they, you know, we're not in your profession. I don't know what you go through. My wife was an ER nurse and, you know, I can't help her in that area, but I can listen. Yep. And then that's, that's the most important thing is just getting help there to, to, you know, the average folks and, and letting them know that, yeah, we, we have a tough, tough job. We, we see things that human, normal human beings shouldn't ever see. And, you know, just, you know, um, yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, sometimes it's just knowing that you have somebody there to listen to. They don't necessarily always have to have, or to listen to you. They don't have to have the right words to say. You know, they don't got to come at, well, here how you can, here's how you can do this. Sometimes it's just, hey, today sucks. This, this is why. And just being able to get it off your chest. It's, like that with my wife and I, there's times where I'll go off on a rant and she has no idea of what to say. And she'll say, Oh, well, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't know. Sometimes. <laughs> just, well, she'll go, I don't know what you want from me. It's just, and there's, I don't want anything. Just listen to me rant. Yeah. Oh, we're full. Fantastic. Going off of where he was going. Cause him and I have actually had this conversation because usually he'll rant to me too. And then like I rant to John, we rant to each other. It's usually yeah, how it goes. This, like nice little triangle, like group. Chat everyone has, everyone has their person. Who's the one they vent to and rant to. And so it's not so much about trying to remember how it, something I read online where it was just like some guy talking about, talking to his wife and it's just like when you have a problem it's like are you just looking to be heard or are you looking for solutions you're not always looking for an answer you just want someone to listen to you for you know 10 minutes fucking rant yeah i just want to be pissed for a minute listen to me be yeah literally i'm over it yeah yeah that's one of the things i had to learn in my marriage is like i i want to be a fixer and my wife just likes to be pissed off sometimes like you know something frustrates her and she just wants to just yell whatever she wants to yell and just like all right I just got to be okay with that like that's cool like be pissed it's fine I don't I don't want to come in and say you can't be pissed because that's not how it is and I think that's one thing that uh we can teach other people is just like just let me be mad let you let let you guys just be pissed off about what you felt and then we move on yep and then if you want a solution then you'll ask for a solution right it's like the one of the problems is when you're mad and you're not allowed to just have your moments yeah it just gets worse yeah very similar because then you're holding it in yeah and then you're just more mad later especially when you're like trying to bring up problems with something and you're being ignored or just not there's you know listening and hearing Mm -hmm. 
that whole thing. It's like you're not really listening to what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. It's uh yeah, I hear what you're saying, but I'm not listening to what you're saying. Yeah, I'm not actually listening to what you have to say because I don't want to hear it. Right. Or you're wait like you're not listening because you're you're you thought of something that you want to say next. And so now you're thinking about how you're gonna say it next while the person's still talking. Yeah, it's like I don't need a counter, I just need to this is what I'm annoyed about. Yeah. And then there's the uh, the other side of the coin is if you're going to bitch about something, have a solution or else it's just going to be a continual bitch, you know, that kind of thing. And and that's the same thing with here where we're talking about, well, oh, man, you know, our, we lost a brother to suicide. But what can we do about it? We, we could sit here and sit at the kitchen table and bitch about how we're losing brothers left and right to suicide. But we're not doing anything about it because we're afraid to talk about the, the purple elephant in the room. And, right. and that's, that's where we come in is we're not afraid yeah. to, to hit you with the, you know, talk about it. Well, and neither, and, like, not one of us is perfect. I, for one, there's things I still am really, really apprehensive to talk about. And it, it, there's not talking about it. It's sometimes a detriment to me, but, you know, in my mind, I'm like, oh, well, that's the way it goes. Yeah. It's not right to be like that. Just an example. Well, that's that's the whole reason behind Chris and the Storytime Project is that his his solution to this is that he calls on everyone, veterans, first responders alike, to reach out every month on the 22nd at 1800 o'clock. 1800? That's not right. I'm not military time guy. Six o'clock. Um, 1800 o'clock. You, you no, you're right. You're right. I, I know, but you don't add the clock at the end of it, do you? Is it just 1800? It's not 1800 yeah. o'clock. 1845 o'clock 17. I sound like an an idiot when I say that. So at 1800 on the 22nd of every month, he encourages people to reach out to a veteran they know. And then I'll extend that further and say a first responder or, you know, just someone on the front lines right now. Um, So that's his solution, just being sure to reach out to somebody. And uh, he gives you that solid time. He's come up with these like these little wristbands and these challenge coins and all that stuff to help people remember to reach out on that date. So, and then obviously you can do it more and I, I encourage you to do it more, but at least, I mean, at a minimum on the 22nd of every month. Yeah, never even thought of it like that. Yeah, makes sense, yeah. 22nd. Um, so what is down, and you don't have to talk about it if you don't want to, because it might be secret. Um, what's down the pipeline for uh, 1440? Yeah, so we've got some some fun things coming up. So I've taken off a lot of the the established roasts that I've had for the last year or so, which some people got mad about uh, because I felt like I became complacent with just like, you know, busting out the same coffee every month. Um, but what I'm doing now is we're starting to reach out to different people and creating different roasts for them. Um, we have one from uh, a fellow contributor to Team Ronin um, in Stashware. Um, John, it looks like you could be a part of that. Um, and he, what he wanted is he wanted a whiskey infused coffee. Ooh. So that's something we've been working on right now. Sounds like a Griffin thing. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. So we're Could you just to put whiskey out- in it? Yeah, just pour some whiskey in the cup. But no, we want it to have, we want our beans to have that little bit of like that oaky flavor, a little bit of bite to it. 
So we've been working on how we can infuse the coffee with whiskey and, you know, kind of burn off the alcohol, unfortunately. But so that's one of the big things. And the other big thing is we're working with uh, some, a farmer in Nicaragua. His name is Luis. And I've been trying to get his beans for like a year. But right when we were about to get them, COVID happened. He couldn't ship them to me, all this nonsense. Um, but now I have some beans on the way directly from him. And we're paying him above asking price to make sure that he knows that we're investing in his family farm and that we're here to stay. Um, and so that's going to be offered to, to us because another big thing about what we want to do is connect our customers directly with their farmers so that we know where we're getting our beans from, that we're treating our farmers right. Because sometimes, unfortunately, in the coffee world, farmers get you know pennies on the dollar and we don't want that to happen. So that's another big thing happening. And we have one coming up uh, with Ghana as well, which has, is near and dear to my heart. I've been to Ghana, I think, seven times in the last like five years. So Big things happening. I really like that, uh, that whiskey-infused bean. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, that has a lot of good potential. That, that guy yeah. to it. Yeah, I know. And I, if he didn't ask me, you know, it was something that I thought about in, in the past. I've heard about storing beans in, like, whiskey barrels to kind of pick up some of that. And you guys were definitely going to be on my radar for that because – I don't know. It just seems like firefighters, whiskey, coffee kind of go together, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Bailey's Irish cream and that coffee in the morning. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I didn't get a chance to do it because I was like looking over things. I was like, I don't want to promote alcohol. But yet at the same time, I was like, man, it, it actually went really well. Um, the coffee. We're not we necessarily do. saying to drink, but yeah. certain alcohols have good flavors. Exactly. Yes. And it blended really well with a roast that you, you sent us and I may have watched. Team Ronan, that blend ah. of coffee went really well on St. Patty's Day morning with my Baileys. You know, dude, I was really bummed about that because I was really hoping to keep that Team Ronan roast a lot long, like for a long time, but um, it just sold out on the site I had. So their whole lot sold out before I could get my hands on more. But Team Ronan is definitely on our page in the future too. I definitely want to cycle back to them in a month or two. So yeah, we'll come up with something special for them. Yeah, you could do kind of like a rotation. Yeah. And, and the big thing was, I mean, in the beginning, we used to do a new organization every month and now we've kind of, we've stuck with Alex strong for the last three or four months, I think, but definitely want to start adding in new ones. And maybe I can just do like percentage of the sales for each bag of that particular row. So yeah, Ronan uh, and his family, they're, they're on my mind and they're definitely going to happen again on our site. So. Yeah. Have you guys checked out Ronan? Yeah. yeah. So I can't, he, you wouldn't know just by looking at him just how how much he carries. He's the trooper for sure. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely the the Dropkick Murphys song Warriors Code kind of fits him perfectly. Yeah, um, you know I remember sharing something on the Truck Schmucks page and just attaching that song in the particular part that kind of stood out for me with him and his his dad said it just lit him up in the hospital bed. He had to show the nurses and everything, and then I was like that that's what I wanted. Right. Um, yeah. Just that little bit of joy, man. Just, yeah. it's all I can, like, that's what me and uh, Chris from Alex, I know I work with so many Chris, it's really confusing sometimes. Um, that's what me and Chris from Alex say is like, you know, like, like I mentioned earlier, we don't have a lot of money to, to donate, but just that big change can happen through little acts of kindness that, that just make somebody's day a little bit better. Like that's all, I mean, we don't have to shoot for the moon every single time. Like we can, we can make change just by these little things. So I think that's kind of where, 
um, my head always goes to the big picture, like how can we make big change? But it, you know, just just small things really help. Just making that call or whatever it takes. Yeah, and at the same time, it's not just oh, giving money. You're also putting it out there and advertising it. More people get to see it and know what's going on, and it's more of a potential for someone else to also be able to do something. Right. Somebody maybe with more means to do yeah. more than we than we can do. Well, I know just from the little the little group that we have on our end and sharing your stuff, I'm starting to see it like pop up in little places. I'm like, wow, like our little pebble just created this, you know, little big ripple. No, no. Like I'm gonna split, I'm gonna give you the controls and. Um, God, I know John had his uh, assortment of stuff. We could we could do whatever. Ah, freestyle. I like it. Yeah, we could freestyle. We could talk about whatever. Um, you apparently answered my question when I wasn't here. <laughs> what was your question? Was going to be like how you got your start and everything, but you already oh, okay. covered that. Yeah. Um, distracting chain of thought. What were we just talking about before they left? Shit, I don't know. I, uh, oh God. What were we talking about? <sighs> uh change change happens with just little acts of kindness yeah and even if you don't necessarily have much you could do yourself just being able to push it to other people because you might reach someone else that does right and that's why we try to connect with organizations that are bigger i mean we don't have a huge following on instagram we don't have we're not bringing in a ton of money but like connecting with you know the truck schmucks or uh vet wad that has you know like I think they have several thousand followers and, you know, just hitting these different pockets of people um, can help create more awareness for whatever we're doing. And then also, you know, as a, as a side benefit, you know, gets, get some of our coffee out there. <sighs> Drawn blanks. I, oh, was you don't not, I was not prepared. Mm. All right. Why don't you tell me what you, no, I'm, just <laughs> I'm sure your listeners know what you do. I don't right. want to. Oh, so, so I run my own coffee company. You didn't know that. Oh shit. I work <laughs> no with way. them with coffee. That's what we do now. Uh, so what is your, what's your favorite coffee then? Let's, let's talk about that. How do you, how do you drink coffee. your coffee in the morning? Oh, uh, it depends on, so I used to actually, I've scaled back a bit on coffee, but I used to be a hardcore coffee drinker. Like when I was going through all my schooling for everything, like when I was doing my EMT, <laughs> The way our class was set up is we would have our quizzes when we showed up to class. So I'd wake up, it was an evening class. I'd wake up at like eight in the morning, make an entire pot of coffee. And I would sit down and do all my classwork ahead of time. So it was fresh. So I used mm -hmm. to sit there and drink like probably five or six cups of coffee. And by like four or five o'clock at night, haven't eaten or anything, just sitting there doing classwork. I'd be like shaking. I'd be like, yeah, I have dinner before I go to class. Oh God. But Dude, I mean, I'm shaking really, right now, I, like from this. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've only been up a couple hours. It's one of the days off. I sleep in, but I don't know. Especially these days, I don't drink coffee like I used to. I appreciate the single cup of coffee more than I used to. Yeah, because well, I, since think I don't I drink, drink it in mass. How, right, that's how it. That's how it evolves. I mean, I obviously run my own coffee company now. But when I started, I didn't start drinking coffee until I was probably, I think I was 20 years old and I was in college. Um, I was a freshman. I did two years of community college and then I went to a university as a freshman at 20. It, it, anyway, I started drinking coffee and I remember it was just like, you know, Folgers or whatever. And then 
a shit ton of cream, tons of sugar. And that was my start. And then I eventually, I started like, I even like the 7-Eleven cappuccino, you know, cappuccino <laughs> yeah. machine, like the 99 cents or whatever. The powder uh, concoction yeah. that they force hot water through. Exactly. And then uh, it slowly started to evolve to, to black coffee and then specialty coffee. And, you know, now I only drink like single origin straight from the farm, like that kind of stuff. Fair trade organic. Yeah. But, you know, the hard thing to do is like, I want to, I want to make the specialty coffee world appealing to just, you know, your normal everyday person who typically drinks Folgers because like, it's really, there is a difference. Like if you, Oh God, yeah. There's a huge difference. And yeah, it's a, it's a big difference in price too. But to me, like coffee is everything in the morning. Like it's my ritual. I wake up, I've got my six month old son in my arm and I'm doing my pour over with the other and like just drooling, just waiting to have that first coffee. coffee. (laughs) Um, But yeah. And yeah. So it's funny how our coffee, taste evolve over the years like I can't imagine drinking like my mom she drinks so much cream and sugar in her coffee I tried it the other day and I was just like this is you're like what even is this yeah it's like I definitely used to do that I started drinking coffee very early because my mom was always a big coffee drinker so I started not like regularly hey I'm gonna go make a cup my and you know, when I was eight or something, but like, she'd give me some coffee that she was drinking. And it funny thing is the same thing with her is she used to make coffee like that, just like cream, sugar, all of it. And then just over time, you're like, no, I'm drinking coffee for it to be coffee, not for it to be sugar. Right. And especially well, there's definitely like, a time and a place for that too. Like, obviously if you're going to just like down it just to give you the energy, sure. Go with the cheap stuff. But if you really want to enjoy the coffee, then that's when that's where I come into the picture where I can bring you like a, a awesome tasting coffee where you can taste the differences between like the Ethiopia roast we have versus the Colombia versus the Congo, like all these different roasts that we have have different tastes to it. And you can recognize that if you want to take the time to do that. Yeah. And it's, it's funny how gas stations are starting to do that now. I haven't noticed. What are they doing? So at at least up here in New England, coffee, gas stations are starting (laughs) to do more of the like, it's not just the cheap stuff. Like um, good old Cumberland Farms, Cumbies as we call it. (laughs) They try to do their little twist on it where one of the ones, they'll get some random, like they claim it is who really knows. But then there's, um, I know up in the Portland area, there's a few coffee companies. So there's a lot of gas stations up there that are running like the local stuff and not just like, I got some Green Mountain here. Oh, there's some Folgers. Like they're really starting to get into the more like custom roast stuff. At least up here, it's been noticeable for the last couple of years that there's been You threw me off when you said... You threw me off when you said Portland because I thought Portland, Oregon, and Oregon? I forgot. No, nope. <laughs> other side. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's that's not right. That's just like right by me. It's like, you're like, away. wait, how have I never noticed that? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I told, and I think McDonald's did it not too long ago too, where they started like promoting a specialty coffee rather than than, right. than the stuff that they serve. So I think yeah, more people are going into it. How much of that is true, I don't know. Um, one of the things, like I said in the, earlier, is we just try to promote fair trade organic um, coffee and make sure that our 
the people we're supplying from, like their farmers are getting taken care of. So we work with a lot of co-ops. Like one of our coffee is from um, 100% uh, woman-owned co-op in Rwanda. So making sure like we're providing like good jobs, good paying jobs down there. And obviously we're not buying directly from them, but we'd like to one day. We'd like to do those origin trips. Right. It would be nice to get direct, but in a lot of cases, it's not always practical. You have to go through some kind of distributor. Yeah. Oh, shit. These AirPods do not stay in my ear. All right. Oh, I'm just trying to think of what to talk about. Yeah. Um, we could talk about anything. Anything you want to talk about. Anything I want to talk about. Hmm. I don't know. I can talk about coffee for hours, but it's kind of. You can, if you want to, you could talk to, about coffee for the next hour. Uh, no, I only have like 10 minutes left. Um, okay. So this works out at least we're not, <laughs> at least I'm not going to be like, I don't know what to talk about for an hour. Yeah. We want him and Ha for, for that much right. longer. Uh, um, no, stay tuned. Um, let's see. I, I think it's, I think it's really cool what, what you guys do just with the reaching out to different organizations and all that. So what, how did you, see, I want to ask you questions, but I know you can, listeners, you can, you can ask us. I questions. know your listeners. Okay. So what is, what is the goal for truck schmucks? Like, what are you guys trying to do and what's the, what's the end goal? So it was really funny how we started. Uh, we were taking a class at this conference. It was a chief's conference that was going on and we were taking like this active shooter, tactical casualty care class. Cause we're nerds for that kind of crap. <laughs> and um, we were sitting in a coffee shop parking lot at the drive-thru funny enough. And I think John was the one to first bring it up. He was like, you know, I kind of want to do a podcast. And we're just like, all right, bet. Sure. Like, what are we going to talk about? And like our original goal was just like, it wasn't so much self-promotion or like, oh, we have all this great stuff to teach people. It was more of just outreach, like mm -hmm. the whole hanging out around the table talking kind of stuff. Because, you know, there's a hundred podcasts and stuff out there where it's training and stuff, but there's not many where it's just like, hey, we're shooting the, shooting the shit. We're just hanging out. Sometimes you tell stories. Sometimes it's more of like sharing experiences and just promoting other people. Cause one of the, one of the things we've primarily done is like, sure, we have some sponsors, but we haven't I'm trying to think how to word it. I'm also trying not to stutter right now. I have a speech impediment, by the way, you'll eventually uh, yeah. notice if you listen to the episodes. Um, when we were looking into like sponsors and stuff, We've never actually been like, hey, give us some money. It's like, hey, you're also like local owned or firefighter owned or anything along those lines. Like we want to promote you more than anything. Like we'll promote each other. That's also been one of our things yeah. is like you're getting together really to just help each other out. Like, hey, you know your circle of people. I know my circle of people. They might not know each other. Let's promote each other kind of thing. So we've been doing primarily a lot of that. You know, we sold some stickers and stuff. And really the only thing we've ever done with that money is buy more stickers to sell. Yeah. We've pretty much just broke even to do that. 
Yeah, I mean, and, we're pretty much breaking even right now, too, yeah. just with all the stuff that we're trying to do. But yeah, but no, that's much, awesome. Yeah, it's that's just awesome. been like this outreach, get to know people. Like, we've met some really awesome people doing this, and other people have also got to meet some people through doing it. So I feel like just having been able to do that was worth it. Yeah. I think that's kind of what drew me. You can kind of see that when you look at your Instagram, Facebook, all that kind of stuff. And that's what drew me to you guys is like, we have a very similar mindset. Like I've said it before, but coffee is kind of the secondary thing to us. We were never about building a super profitable business. Like, yeah, I want to, I want to make some money in the future, but right now I'm all about connecting with people, connecting, yeah. like I've met so many amazing people through our partnerships. Just, uh, I've worked, now looking back, I've worked with a lot of firefighters, uh, Oregon coffee. Coast schools out here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Coffee and firefighter. Who would have, who would have thought? Um, but that was the biggest thing is like, I've met so many great people. Like our big, our business partner and Alex strong, like they started out as a partner. Now, like that dude's my friend. Like we just text, daily because he's going through you know some of the same stuff i'm going through he's a stay-at-home dad too and um i don't know it's just it's, it's great especially in this time like i said I, I my wife and i just moved to tillamook in october and so we don't we don't really have anybody here that we know because you know everyone's been stuck inside oregon's pretty locked down um so just having these people that i've connected with too in the past on instagram like they've become my family become my friends so i think that's been pretty awesome just to have that like because it's a, it's a lot of changes like newborn son like I don't know what the hell I'm doing with the kid <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing with the business I've never run a business either and it's it's a lot of a lot of headaches but it's also really fun and I have an endless supply of coffee sitting by I right that's all my coffee back there so <laughs> yeah it's it's funny how everything ends up kind of working out people you would never have met in a million years that you end up meeting. Yeah. Just I mean, you guys are all the way on the other side of the U S <laughs> yeah, literally like completely other side. Um, yeah. That's definitely been the biggest thing for me with doing this is getting to meet some people, some like really cool people. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's I think that's what it's all about. At the end of the day, like if, if this business doesn't work out, like I, I will still have those friendships and I will still have those people that I've met along the way and totally worth it. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of, that's how I feel about it too. I was like, even if it doesn't work out in the long run, still got to meet some people. Yeah. Still got to do some cool things. Like we're uh oh last for John's birthday last year, we went down to New York met a bunch of people that we had met through doing this and it was just really cool to actually go meet him in person after having talked to them. Like we, we went and saw, I'm going to give him a shout out. We went and saw the squad father. Oh yes. Yeah, squad father. And uh, he was the first person we went and stopped and saw John and I drove like Travis was working that weekend. So he couldn't come with us because we were gone for a few days. We drove like four hours or something straight over there. And we're like, yeah, man, we came to see you. And I was, John was on the phone with Steph. And they were talking, you know, truck schmuck stuff. And I was talking to Pete. And I was just like, yeah, you're the first person we came and uh, saw. And he was just like, he's like, oh, man, really? And just his reaction, I wasn't ready for it. And I'm like, 
here's this guy who is so excited to see me. And I'm like, who am I, you know? Right. So it was like this incredibly, just the whole trip was this really cool experience of like, I'm a nobody, but there's these people that are like excited to meet me. I haven't got to experience that yet. So you guys are obviously bigger than me. So (laughs) maybe I'll get that feeling one day. Yeah. Once you start getting out and traveling a little bit, it also helps that when the people you know are nearby. Yeah. Cause like for us to go to New York, cause we happened to, it was really funny. I said to John one day when we were recording, I was like, what is it like all month you have somehow gotten nothing but guys from New York. And it's funny because that's where I'm originally from. <laughs> so I was like, this is just an insane coincidence. It was like three or four guests in a row. were all New Yorkers. So we were able to go see a bunch of them. Well, now you got a Texan that lives in Oregon. So yeah, there's that. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I actually have to run. Yep. We have got to take a road trip today. So, yeah. But it's been great, man. It's been great meeting you guys and talking to you. Uh, I've talked to John, I think, more than anything. So it's nice to meet you and Travis for the little bit I saw, Travis. Yeah, right. And me being 10 minutes late, apparently. Yeah. Missing my origin story. Right. Any, if you want to shout out anything before you go, feel free. Yeah, I'd love to shout out our friends at Alex Strong, uh, Alex Strong Foundation on Instagram, and then um, Storytime Project as well. Those are our two big partners for this month. So be sure to check them out and give them some support. They're they're doing some some big things in the world. Uh, Alex Strong with kids that are fighting cancer, and then Storytime Project with our veterans. All right. Yeah, we can. You can come back on anytime whenever you have more time or just even yeah yeah i'd love to sit down and talk to you guys more um just maybe even just me talking to you guys and knowing your story a little bit better. right yeah that's why i was like ask me questions i don't care yeah the listeners may have heard it but you don't know so i don't know i mean I'll, i've listened to a couple of your podcasts uh, a couple of the ones that john said that were the best ones so yeah yeah we gotta get back together on a day where the majority of us aren't working. Well, hey, real quick, before we leave, I have a question. Is John sharing the coffee that I send him? Because you guys should all be getting some. Yeah. Oh, I have okay. some. I've been drinking it. Okay. I'm, I'm just actually making sure I like, need some more soon. Yeah, he's not okay. hoarding it to himself. I didn't know. You know, I don't know John as a person, but. He, um, when you first sent it, he was like, hey, man, we're getting a bunch of coffee. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, I got to get you some. And I'm like, yeah, you better. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, you could have lied to me and said no, and I would have sent you some personally, but I'll send you guys some more in a little bit. <laughs> I've got a couple more roasts that I'm coming up with. I want to make sure you guys like them before we make it official. Yeah. So. All right. That sounds good. I like right. what I've drank so far. Perfect. And then all you listeners, check us out at uh, 1440coffeeroasters.com and use the code TRUCKSCHMUCKS and get 15% off. And that will go on the Facebook page as well because I usually put all the uh, discounts and everything in one post. All right. Well, thanks for coming on. Yeah. Thanks, Mike. You guys have a good one. Yeah. Catch you later. All right. Bye.